You're listening to the Washington Hospitality Industry Podcast, your primary source of information related to the hospitality industry in Washington State. Welcome to the April episode of the CEO Podcast with Washington Hospitality Association President and CEO Anthony Antone. This month, we are so lucky to have the state winners of both the management and culinary competition at this year's ProStart. Today, we'll hear from the management team at Bonnie Lake High School and the culinary team from Newport High School in Bellevue, Washington. Thank you to our sponsor, Adesso. And now, here's Anthony. Welcome to the April CEO Podcast. It's spring! I would love the word spring. Um, And you know, why not take advantage of the concept of spring, of springing forward, springing out? I feel like this legislature is, is going to start winding down and other things are going on and conversations of, all right, this year is going to shape up whatever normal looks like moving forward. So let's spring into this thing. Um, I hope you're having a good one and maybe you even get to do a spring break with your family and get out somewhere and you're maybe listening to this on a plane or on a road trip to one of Washington's great locations. I am excited that we're, we're moving out of winter and into happier days. And with that, let's get a little bit into our podcast. Uh, we're going to be really, I'm really excited. First time ever, we have the ProStart champions, both in management and in culinary, uh, who are going to be on the podcast today. Um, we're talking to them live from their high schools. And so be patient. The quality is that of of uh, sitting around a, a school computer and talking to us, but it's pretty good. And I think you're gonna hear a lot of excitement and people who are enthusiastic about the future of our industry. It is one of the major projects of our education foundation and what they do each year. And so we'll be talking to Bonnie Lake, uh, who won the Pro Start Management and Newport, who won the culinary. And we're really excited that we got a wonderful grant from the Cowlitz Indian tribe to facilitate uh, sending them to national. And so we'll be able to help these folks go to nationals and represent our state and our culinary. The Education Foundation and uh, illuminating the pathways to success is just one of our four pillars. Of course, one of the others is providing you for great programs. And our Serve Safe Management Program has really taken off. As many of you knew, know, the new food code has come in and it is requiring you to have someone with Serve Safe Manager on the team. If you're not getting a class in your area or you want to schedule a class in your area or you just, hey, is there one in my area where I can send my team to, please email us at uh, podcast at wahospitality.org and we will connect you to the Serve Safe class in your area or notify our team that you're willing to host one. We'll try to do everything we can to get the industry training back up to where it needs to be. Or one of our other pillars, uh, of course, is providing great information. Uh, Our wage reports continue to be heavily downloaded. So if you haven't gone and downloaded that yet, please go to the member member only section of our website and we can get you in there. And where you're gonna see is some great information on the latest wage data for our industry, both lodging, quick service and full service broken out by all the different sides of the industry um, and positions within the industry. And also the jobs that we're losing people to in other industries. So I think it's, we listened to a lot about our members about what they wanted. This is a partnership with a firm who scrapes wage postings off the internet. This is also our very first draft. So if you download it and you're like, Anthony, thanks, but I need this. 
email us at podcast at wahospitality.org and we'll take in your feedback because we're going to do another one of these at the six month mark and continue to improve these until they're exactly what is very helpful for your business. And then of course our government affairs team is midway through session. I could give you an update on what's going on in government affairs, but the reality is it'll change tomorrow. And then again, the next day, the best thing you can do is, is, is uh, check out the legislative weekly and go onto our website or get, open up your email. If you're not getting our legislative weekly, let us know. All of our issues um, as we go through session are taken by the rest of the industry. So we have almost 45 people calling in from their hotels and restaurants across the state and guiding our team on what our position should be. So um, if you're worried we're on the wrong track or that we might have a missing voice and you can be part of that, any member can be eligible to, get, to join government affairs. We'd love to have you. With that, as I said at the beginning of the show, when we come back from break, we're going to be talking to our Pro Start champions this year, Bonnie Lake and Newport. And I think you're going to get really excited about our future of our industry when you listen to how enthusiastic these young professionals to be are about uh, our industry. So coming back after the break, we'll be talking to Bonnie Lake and Newport about their Pro Start championships. With the Employee Retention Credit Program, you can receive cash from taxes you've already paid, up to $26,000 per employee. The ERC rewards impacted businesses that kept W-2 employees on their payroll in 2020 and 2021. The Washington Hospitality Association is partnering with Adesso Capital and committed to helping small businesses. For more information, visit wahospitality.org. All right, let's go to our management competition winners, Bonnie Lake High School in, in Pierce County, if you're not familiar with where that is. One of the dominant forces in Pro Start for years. Great teacher, great program, great mentors. I want to welcome Kelly Joe and Mira and M, uh, our management Washington State champions for Pro Start competition. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, <laughs> we're really excited to be here. Well, I, I'm heartbroken. I missed the competition because. It's usually my favorite day of the year. It's it's for me. It's better than, than the Super Bowl or other <laughs> things come together. Uh, so, I hate that I missed your concepts. Tell me, tell me a little bit about your concept and uh, and and what you hope to accomplish with it when you were presenting it. Okay, so originally our base idea was taking movies that sorry taking dishes that you've seen from movies and like kind of bringing that to life. Yeah. Whether it be like from Studio Ghibli, um, or like Elf was one of the first yeah. <laughs> was one of the first things that came to mind with the um, idea, but we figured that was like too broad, so we kind of like narrowed it down a little bit. Right. Um, our idea was to be taking food from animated films that you've seen, like watching it while you're growing up and everything, specifically Disney movies, and then creating that in person, having that mm -hmm. experience and being able to. Um, our goal was to make the food exactly how it was on screen. And so people would feel more connected to the movie and to their youth. And we yeah. wanted it to be nostalgic for them yeah, and a good experience for little yeah. kids. That was like our huge, like, um, thing that our restaurant like revolved around, like our concept was nostalgia and bringing families together. Yeah. Um, like not just household families, but like friendship families mm -hmm. and because since Pro Start Bill is predominantly like a college town, you know, so we wanted to like bring people be together from like colleges and stuff. Like and that. all yeah. walks of life, like yeah. you say. Right. And that's kind of how we came up with Wish. 
Right. I love it. Uh, and so uh, what, I, what I heard you say, and please correct me if I'm wrong. I'm, I'm wrong a lot, as you'll discover as we talk. <laughs> what you're really hoping to do is just create a great experience for people coming in. Yes. And really connect with some, some, some great memories. And, and that is that is that accurate? Yes. yes, we definitely wanted to connect to everybody possible, whether it be like an 80 year old with their grandkids who remembers watching Bambi when they were older or like a five year old who watched Moana on screen and is now coming to the restaurant all yeah. excited, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the big things with having our idea was specifically towards Disney. That was my childhood. Like I was obsessed with everything Disney, mm -hmm. like little kid me, this would have been her dream. Like, yeah, <laughs> definitely. What was the, what was the, your favorite item to put into, uh, put on the menu? Like when you're creating it, what was like, oh, we got to do this one. Did you each have one? Um, I know that this one was more of like a fan favorite, not necessarily my favorite, but the Ratatouille um, from the Pixar movie Ratatouille. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> knows that dish and everybody wants to try it. So we put that on our menu and then people who we like, talked like pitched our idea to when we said that we were making the ratatouille they were just like oh my oh, gosh yeah. it's the ratatouille yeah. and i know um, <laughs> chef was saying yeah. that he had always wanted to make ratatouille and so right. he had the opportunity to when we were like doing this the menu item that i was most excited for personally was the alice in wonderland eat me and drink me like the cookies and the like you know the potion that she drank and that was something on our menu where we decorated it to say eat me and then a little milkshake that had a drink me tag on it i thought just thought it was adorable and i really liked that idea i think that we were creative with that oh my god i want to go there and i know <laughs> it's, well you know what's really cool and, and uh and i'm going to ask you a little more of a pro star here in a minute is it sounds like you're combining your personal passions and hoping to create a great customer experience oh yeah, which yeah. Is really at the heart of hospitality right yes we're a business but the business is only great if you're passionate and the customer has a great experience around what you're doing. So go in just the perfect direction and, and hopefully careers in the industry. You're doing this through our program called ProStart. It's a voc tech program in uh, many high schools across the state. What attracted you to ProStart and what's been your favorite part of it so far? I, I know that um, even though we were placed in this without our prior knowledge, I think that it really became a great experience for all of us. I really found that I loved doing this. And even though I was also a little skeptical about doing management team, I found that it is the one that I would probably prefer. I think that um, I kind of treated this and I think we all did. We treated this like our baby. Yeah, <laughs> really. yeah. yeah our, our project. And it was definitely a, just a wonderful experience and being able to speak with the judges it was just great and it really taught me a lot about restaurants in general um and the like i don't know it we just got a taste of this sort of environment and i loved it it was great and going along with what mpep said i was super excited when we figured out that we were management because that is something i've been wanting to do since i was seven when i've been in the kitchen with my mom um so like i want to do something like this one day and just having this experience and like learning like the technical business ends of things, um, that was really exciting to me. It's so important. And it was interesting to hear your different take on management because there's so many great cooks who open up a restaurant and then don't succeed because they never got the foundations on the management side. 
and it's heartbreaking because their dishes are fantastic, but you can't lose money forever and keep making fantastic dishes. You have to balance it. What was the biggest challenge you found on the management side? Okay, so one of the things, like our gumbo, was very cheaply made. So gumbo is a dish that feeds a lot of people with not very many ingredients and not very expensive ingredients as well. So when we were food costing it out, the entire dish turned out to be really cheap. And since it's an entree, we realized it wouldn't make as much money if we made it that cheap. And that was just really hard. We would had to figure out other things that we had to cost out so that we can like balance it out, make it so that like our gumbo isn't super cheap, um, but like nothing else on our menu is like overly on the top expensive to make up for that. Right. You know, it's always one of the interesting challenges of how to how to price a menu. So you learn about food costing, which these are incredibly valuable skills. I'm hoping all of you are interested in, in careers in the industry because I'm loving talking to you. I hope you're my members one day. <laughs> you own your own place. Um, what's the first job you want to have in the industry? Like, what's the next step for you if you're pursuing this? And then at this stage in your life, and if you're anything like me, you'll change your mind 15 times and, and people will still love you. But at this stage in your life, what would be the ending spot you hope to, like, when you're 40 something years old, which probably seems ancient to you, what, what do you hope to be doing there at that level of your career? This kind of has like a few spots into this. I've worked a little bit into like the restaurant industry for a little bit. Um, I'm no longer currently working there, but I would say my next step would be trying to get another job in the industry just to get different perspectives. Like maybe not the same position I was in, but like just learning the different ropes around things. And I think overall, my main goal is just to own something similar, not exactly like Wish, but like a restaurant that I am, or like a bakery or something that I am proud of and right. that I started I'll be your first customer. Yeah. <laughs> Thank I, you. I can see her as like the cutest little pastry chef. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But what I was going to say is that I just want something that I'm proud of at the end result. Yeah. And I know not very many restaurants, like not all restaurants make it. But if I can make something that I'm proud of, like that would be my biggest goal in life. Probably. Right. I love it. Because there's so many people who just get their first job and their first experiences in our industry and then grow uh, to different areas, sometimes within the industry, and sometimes they take the experiences and apply them to other industries. So I think you would all have choices. And let me ask you something to help our operators. Um, our operators are probably running about 15 to 20% short of workers right now. And I probably will get calls and say, hey, how do I hire these folks? <laughs> and yet I hear from young people in the industry who say, I can't find a job in the industry. So there's a disconnect going from the member's reality to your reality and getting you connected. If you were going to give advice to, to operators across the state about how to hire people in, in, in ProStart or in, in your industry, where's the best place for them to start? I would say when I'm looking for when I was looking for a job, I was looking for something that has more of a flexible work schedule. Um, because I personally am involved a lot at school. Like I'm currently like a running start student. So my classes don't match up with like my high school classes. Um, I am like captain of the tennis team. I'm also in like three other clubs. I'm super involved in school and there's going to be times where it's going to be tough for me to go out and work. So I want to find some place where 
um, I have a flexible work schedule that can like, well, I can accommodate to them, but they can also accommodate to some of my needs if I need it. Well, uh, I thank you so much for that. Our time really went quickly and I want to talk to you more, but, but we are at a, a time. I forgot to ask, did you have a mentor? Did you have anyone from the industry come in? Yes. yes. We who, had, who was your mentor? We had Dan, the spice guy. He was our mentor for, um, the majority of our, um, Right, starting in about November, mm -hmm. he came and sort of, I don't know his last name, I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> but he he was awesome. He helped us a lot. He was a critical thinking judge, I think he said at some point, yeah, yeah. and so thinking. he was able to help us prepare for um, the questions that we were going to be asked, which were like the biggest component of the scoring was the critical thinking component, and so he was very helpful in the arena. It was uh, Dan... Corkin. Dan Corkin. And then we also yeah. had some help with our um, Chef Akina. Yes. Kalahe Akina. Kalahe. Yeah, Kalahe. I just want to say thank you so much. Congratulations on your win. I know you're going to do great things moving forward. Where are you going to go to school, Kelly Jo? Um, I'm not exactly sure yet. I am planning on going to a trade school for culinary and just getting something with that and then expanding my education in it. Well, <laughs> as a Coog. As I would tell you that the number three hospitality program in the entire country is a WSU and students usually graduate with seven to eight job offers right off of campus. So thank you so much. I'm, I'm hoping I get to see you again and hear great things on your career. Thank, thank you for, having, you for us. having us. Let's go to Newport High School in Bellevue, our 2023 Washington State Culinary Pro Start Champions. We're really excited to have with us from the team today, Porter, Wesley, Cameron, and Armand. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for Thank having you. us. I, you know, I'm, I'm heartbroken. I missed the competition this year. It's my favorite day of the year, as anyone who knows me will tell you. So I didn't get to see uh, your creation. Tell me what you prepared that brought home the championship to you. Uh, for our appetizer, we prepared a uh, pan-seared scallop wild northwest mushrooms, carbonated caracara oranges, crispy kale chip, and a citrus hollandaise. And then for our entree, we had a pan-seared Mishima reserved wagyu ribeye, a butter poached lobster tail, roasted golden beets, a chickpea panisse, sweet onion and fennel salad, a chev mousse, uh, brussel leaves, and a chimichurri. For the dessert, we made a lemon curd, mascarpone chantilly, macerated blackberries, Marcona almond crumb, cinnamon fritter, aerated white chocolate, mint for garnish, and fairy dust on top. Oh my gosh. I mean, those are some complicated dishes. Was it, were those hard to create? Um, I think, yeah, it, it took a really long time to, to get everything down. But I think we all had a fairly good idea of what ingredients we wanted to work with um, and what direction we wanted to go in. Just because we're in the Northwest, we've got so many great fresh ingredients out here that we really wanted to showcase. I think we did pretty pretty good job to show what the Northwest has to offer. Did you have a, uh, a mentor um, or anyone from the industry who came in and helped guide you along the way? Yeah, we worked a lot with uh, Justin Lee from the Snoqualmie Casino who helped guide us with our menu. We came to him with a lot of the ingredients that we wanted to use. And he helped us really turn those into what we wanted to put on the plate. What was it like working with a professional chef within that? Was it intimidating? Was it like Hell's Kitchen and you were dodging food being thrown at you? Or was he just great and encouraging? Or what was it like working with an industry expert? 
it was really fun to be able to work with Justin. And it was pretty eye-opening on the different techniques that we just weren't um, apt to yet. And having spent a lot of time in the industry, Justin was really well-versed on a lot of different techniques that we could use that we've never heard of before. So it was, it was a really cool opportunity to be able to work with him. Well, Justin, if you're out there, shout out for helping uh, Newport along the way. And, you know, the mentor is such a key part of the uh, ProStart program, which makes it different. Were you nervous going into the competition? Would, if you've played sports, was it like, you know, right before a game? Or what was that experience as you were getting your mindset and prepared to go in and, and create the meal in, in front of your peers and professional sh- judges? Yeah, I think it's just like sports, as you talked about. I think at the beginning, you're you really you're just full of nerves. You don't really know what you're doing. But once you get cooking, the adrenaline's going. Ev- everything just it's perfect. You know, in 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 the moment, everything clicks. And I think the teamwork really came together. And I think we we worked really well under the pressure. Was the pressure part of the fun? Oh yeah, it was a blast. I know, like we had run through our menu, making it probably close to a hundred times. And when we got there, right before we started, I know we were all a little anxious, but the second we started, we kind of went into autopilot going back over what we'd run through, what we've done exactly how to cook everything. And so it kind of just fell into place as we went. And I think one, one thing that really added on that is I know from the winners, you'd probably expect to have everything perfect, everything on the spot and all prepared. But we didn't realize until 30 minutes into cooking, we didn't bring any oil for our fryer. And we had to um, improvise, we had to improvise really hard using some of our oil that we just brought for searing the scallops and the steak. Um, and we had just enough to really squeak by. And I think all the practice that came through really helped us to just improvise improv- in the moment. Just We got it down perfect. Well, you know what? Every chef listening right now will say that happens all the time. So I think as much as that might've been a panic moment, that's probably one of the most real experiences. We like to say we did it on purpose. We wanted a little extra adrenaline going. Well, some of the best culinary efforts ever have come from, that wasn't my original intention, but I ended up here. So that's right. So, so nice work. Talk to me about pro start and uh what it's meant to you and and did you expect it to be this much fun um so for me i'm a senior in high school and the first two years i wasn't able to compete in pro start because of covid but uh my junior year was the first time i got to compete and it was it was baffling coming back from covid especially and seeing like this like this uh organization that i've never even heard of before and be able to like see all of the different culinary professionals that were there to support like the youth that were trying to come into the industry and it was pretty cool to see that's awesome i'm a junior this year and it's also my first time competing i just found it to be really fun and a great introduction to the industry and i plan to do it next year so this has been a great experience for me uh, i'm also a senior i've done this this is my second time doing it i was in the team with cam last year uh, it was really fun it filled my day it was like the one thing I look forward after look forward to after school, it was just nice to hang out with these friends. I love it. Are any of you hoping for a career in the industry? Is the industry on your radar moving forward from here? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm Armand. I I think I'm 
that's my career path. I've pretty much think I'm going to go down something I'm really passionate about as well as something I really enjoy. I've had experience working in a kitchen and I think just working in a kitchen and doing this pro start as well, I think showed me a lot of different sides of the industry and I'm enjoying every second of it. What would be the next job you'd like to have in the industry? Is there any part of the industry you'd like to do when you're 50? From my experience, the last restaurant I worked in, or the only restaurant I worked in, it was a much smaller restaurant, more mom and pop. There weren't that many of us in the kitchen. There was only three of us. Um, and I, I got to see a lot of the close-in details of how a restaurant works with just costing, recipe creation, and a lot of the business side of it. And I think for the next job I want, I want to see how all those same things work in a bigger um, bigger kitchen, bigger setting, finer dining, possibly. And then for the second part of your, your question, what I want to do in the future is I want to, I want to own my own restaurant and I want to be a Michelin, Michelin star chef. I want to, I mean, the end goal is I want to be the best chef in the U S if not the world. I know it's a tall, tall task, but I'm, I'm ready to put in the work to, to get there. Well, that's, that's exactly where I want you when you're coming out of school, right? That's, uh, that's, you want to have that passion to be great and you want to have that passion to push yourself. And so that's, that is fantastic. I'm Wesley. For me, when I'm 50, I'd like to like own my own restaurant or manage my own restaurant because my family manages, manage their own restaurant. I think it's kind of nice to continue that uh, legacy. I love it. What was your family's restaurant, Wesley? So my family used to live in Colorado and they owned a Red Lantern near Denver. So it was really fun. We have a common bond. I grew up in my family's restaurant and had sleeping bags in my mom's office. And I, I get how much fun that is growing up inside the industry. I'd love to, I'd love to help you get there and have multiple of you own your own restaurant one day. I think that would be so cool to have you as members in the future. Let me ask you, let's, let's give some advice to the industry. I've been asking about you. If you were going to give advice to 500 operators across the state about how to better connect with people who are interested in our industry as a career, or at least for a job to get them through college, how can employers better connect with you? I think the best way they can do that is through programs like this. Like at our high school, we have a full industrial kitchen and we have 20 kids each year who have, have start their um, like learning college level culinary. And so I think like if they were to target areas like that and specifically pro start to look for more students who are passionate coming out of high school, looking for a job, especially to get through college, like that's a great place to do it. I think that's a, that's a great concept. And that's certainly what pro start is trying to do is connect mentors and the industry to the school. So there's a win-win here. You're learning right from real professionals, which it sounds like you've got a great one. And then those professionals are, are learning about you and hopefully bringing you opportunities as well. We are getting to your time and I heard your school bell in the background. Anything else you want to share uh, with the industry or a chance to tell the industry, hey, as we grow and evolve, do this? I think that's it. And, and what's Newport's uh, mascot? Oh, we're the Knights, Newport Knights. All right, we'll, we'll go Knights on the, uh, uh, on the national stage. When's the national competition? May first uh, through the fifth. Good luck. I, I know you and Bonnie Lake are going to do fantastic. 
thank you so much for joining the podcast. Congratulations on, on winning the, uh, the state culinary championship. Thank you again. Thank you so much. That was so much fun having those two schools on. I really, really enjoyed their time. One of the things you heard that was the common thread is though both those schools had strong mentors and really what makes ProStart different is the curriculum strong, but it's only as strong as when the industry gets engaged. If you are interested in being a mentor to one of these schools, please email us at the podcast and we'll connect you. And we're doing everything we can to help you move forward from there and make the future generation of the industry stronger, as well as hopefully connect you with a, a workforce because we all know you need it. Thank you to the students at Bonnie Lake and Newport High School for participating in today's episode. Tune in next month when Anthony discusses the relaunch of the Washington Hospitality Association Education Foundation. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Washington Hospitality Industry Podcast. Make sure to visit our website, wahospitality.org, where you can learn more about the restaurant and lodging industries and the Washington Hospitality Association. Be sure to subscribe to the show in iTunes, Google, Spotify, or iHeartRadio so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Thank you so much for that effort. Until next time.